Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, the Ludicrous Report, episode 39. Almost at the big 4-0. We're almost over the hill. With me, as always, the awesome Isa, Diva Incarnate, Demon Diva. Like I said, you always have nicknames. They're all over the screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, just, you're just so cool. You have more than one name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you when you put it that way. I, I adore you. I, I always tell people, I'm like, nobody hires me like Joey does. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the, the automated hype man all the time. You're it's... the best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, episode 39, the ludicrous report. Uh, a lot of interesting topics today, some more serious than others. Uh, yeah. But this is a fun week. I'm already on my second cup of coffee today. I don't know about you. Know you know that but... I haven't had coffee? Really? I haven't had coffee and I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm probably going to, I have a long drive after we go off the air because I had yeah. to drop off a uh, little Roman at my mom's because obviously we're heading to Detroit. So somebody's got to babysit the baby. So I I'm like, my, now my mom and Vicente, her husband, they make the best coffee. So I feel like I've been saving it all day. Because yeah, they make you're that getting ready good. for it. They, you know what they do? They, they, they do the whole process, the good coffee, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to save my coffee because uh, I'll get there. And he knows how I am. So he'll make me like two, three cups, even if I'm only there for a little bit. So With the sugar at the bottom. That, and the whole yeah, room. it's going to oh. give me the energy that I need because we always have uh, – we have a lot to do. I haven't even packed. I leave tomorrow. I have possibly another stream today. And you know, the chat, Samantha is asking, I did get my SummerSlam nails done and they actually happened to match our layout here. So look, look at, at that. that. We went yellow. I was having a hard time, but I'm, I'm deciding this summer I want bright summer color on my nails. So that's been the theme this summer. But yeah, yeah here they are. You know, gotta give the chat what they want to see. Of course, of course. Obviously, this is uh, this is a fun week for both of us because we finally get to do a wrestling event together. We finally get to hang out. I mean, we yeah. met, but we never actually hung out. And I consider yeah. you up there in my list of friends at this point. And I'm like, it's amazing oh, yeah. that I that I adore you so much, and we never even like sat down and had a freaking coffee together. <laughs> I know. That's how you know it's a re- there's a real connection because we're yeah. good friends outside of this and the wrestling stuff. And you're the best. You know that. You're the best. We're gonna, we, have, we have some fun things planned for both of our channels individually. So everybody that comes here for pop culture, we have yeah. things planned that we're going to be doing in Detroit that are, we even have something that's not even wrestling related. So make sure to subscribe to our channels because we're going to bring all of the fun stuff from, yeah. uh, from Detroit. Yeah. I think that people just, they know us from wrestling stuff, but like, obviously we're humans. We have other hobbies and passions outside of wrestling and i i love showing that side to people like yeah. i tell people like oh i like to write for fun and they're like what like yeah different things about us that we'll finally get to share uh with your audience with my audience with the tlr audience uh so many fun things that we're gonna do in detroit but uh i see joseph samantha ricky uh let's see ryan so, like i said samantha david all these people in the legos in the chat so many fun people are here and uh today's gonna be fun that's all I can say. Today's going to be a fun episode. It's always fun. Yeah. And because we are right around, the, like, actually, the next tomorrow, we'll be traveling to Detroit. Like, we've been I'll talking. be on my flight as we speak at this time. So, yeah. So, we're coming to you guys like the, the last thing before we go to SummerSlam. I saw that uh, someone wrote in the chat um, that they, they, they're happy that we have this episode today because it's SummerSlam week. So yeah, I, mean, I was telling everybody yesterday, I was like, I don't know how much content I'll be able to put out tomorrow being yeah. the day before I leave and me being the queen of procrastinating. I haven't even tried on my summer time outfit. <laughs> I have a, when I tell you I have a lot to do, I have a lot to do, but, uh, no, I love doing TLR. Like, yeah. I don't know for, not only do I get to talk to you, which I look forward to, and we have, we're building such an incredible community and in chat, but I feel like it's my disconnect. This is, we yeah. always throw wrestling here and there, but it's my disconnect to talk about other things that I'm into to talk about random topics. So I actually really look forward to this because all of my other content is so repetitive. It's so wrestling yeah. that this show, I really, really look forward to every, every week. Yeah. And you know what I'm so excited about too? And it may be cheesy or corny, but like, I know you can appreciate it too. A big thing about these events, you being a veteran at this point, me going to my first one, veteran in a good way, by the way. And like, you are like, you're, you're the, the epitome of what 
we're, we're doing here. I'll but, take like, the Trish Stratus of it, you know, because there she you can, go. Thank you, to, Isa. Thank you, know, you Isa. I want to be like a Goldberg kind of veteran. I want to be a. Nah, I get you. <laughs> I get you. But uh, a big thing that I'm looking forward to, and I don't know if this is a thing, but I know it is for you, and I know it is for me. The fashion. This is this is like a moment to show up and show out. Like at this it, point. We gotta just. Put I on. love that you bring that up because I'll never forget. Out of all the tweets that I got, and I think that was was it when I talked to Triple H. I don't remember, but you were the one that tweeted that you recognized me just because you saw the shoes, and I'm like, yeah. yes, I built all of my outfits. I built around the shoes. I start with the shoes, and then I build up from there. And so I, I always a big deal. So yes, I'm I'm a sucker for, and I don't repeat. I don't repeat my outfit. So if yeah. you see me wearing one thing at, at one event, you're not gonna see it. It doesn't make a comeback. I don't miss. Right. So yes. The fashion is my favorite thing about it, just to get to dress up and have fun, and you know, yeah, yeah. Um, someone said in the chat, it's uh, like Lizzo, it's about damn time, and it's funny because Lizzo is on our list of uh, yeah, topics today, not in a good way, by the way. Usually, Lizzo is someone who is praised in media and people look up to her, she's being sued, yeah, she's being sued uh, by former dancers. Um, saying that working for her was a nightmare. There's actually uh, a sexual assault lawsuit against her, which is, I I don't even know. I didn't read too much into the sexual assault uh, incident or whatever's going on, but there's three former dancers who are suing her for what they say is awful conditions on the job. Yeah, there's three female dancers, and this happened in the Lizzo tours between 2021 and 2023. So we're talking recent. This is uh, way back in the day, and they're just coming at her now that she's famous. It sounds like this just happened. Uh, They claim that they were either unjustly fired, forced to resign due to unbearable uh, circumstances. And yeah, yeah, obviously there there is some essay allegations it sounds like there's a, a lot of drama and it's three the accusations it says the the report is on tmc you guys and it says the accusations have been hurled in a few different directions including some aim at members of lisa's management teams but it pertains to her specifically she's being accused by this woman of basically holding them hostage in a number of situations yeah yeah and it just goes to show that like even the best of the best like these things happen to, and unfortunately, some people are not even aware that this is going on. Like, yeah, Lizzo may not even know this is going on behind the scenes because there's so many people, there's so many moving parts, and unfortunately, it falls onto her. Not saying that she doesn't know, but I think on this case, it was I, a lot of this is her. I think yeah. the manage, I think the involving management is probably in the matter of being unjustly fired, and this comes from my corporate America days. That's yeah. when you involve management and HR, and you like when you it, it, it's known in corporate America when you want to get rid of someone, you kind of find a random reason, even though legally you don't have. To give anybody a reason, nor do you, if you're resigning, have to give a two weeks or a reason of why you're leaving. Nobody yeah. has to explain anything to anyone. Yeah. But I mean, if it's you know, if it's a BS reason, you do have a you do have a chance to say, hey, you know, this isn't this doesn't make any sense. But it does say that in Europe, for example, Lisa subjected these dancers to attend a nude show that they weren't comfortable with, and this was yeah. Lisa's idea to make them go. Um, and then it says during the Amsterdam outing, they claim Lisa. Uh, made her dancers touch the nude performers on stage and interact with them in vulgar and explicit ways. So, I mean, if you guys, I don't, I don't want to get demonetized or I don't want to get the video taken down, so we can't really go into too many details. But yeah. TMC will give you a lot of the details of some of the things. It's not a, it's not a light case to say the least. This sounds mm-hmm. quite serious. And it says that they came into, you know, they came to her from her Amazon reality show watch out for the big girls did you know she had an amazon reality show no but i'm not a i'm not a big lisa person to me either to be fair um her music is just not my thing i mean i'm I'm a big i'm a big hip-hop girl and then like reggaeton puerto rican and when i'm not listening to that i'm listening to our stuff right 90s 2000s like pop and all that so i i am getting to that age and i hate to admit it where just these newer artists are just not doing it for me (laughs) No, I, you know what? And I think that that's a topic that we can kind of save, put a pin in it till we do our nostalgia show to kind of talk about the old stuff to today. But 
I agree. I don't know what is happening with like music in general. Like I heard the new Travis Scott album and I've always been a fan of Travis Scott. And I was like, what is this? Like, I feel like I'm like, like, well, that's the thing. Even with, (laughs) even with rap and hip hop, I had an appreciation for like, one of the things that I love about rap and hip hop and Bad Bunny, they are very good with the wordplay. Some of the things that they say, you just sit there and you can't help but to think that was freaking clever. The way that you work that into an insolo into like, you know, and today it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of thought being put behind the lyrics. And like you said, this could be pinned, but I think that given the generation that we're in, the TikTok generation, where they just take a 15-second clip of a song and meme that and make that viral, I feel like people are just looking for a catchy hook. They're not looking for a song that, I don't know, there's just not, you know, back in the day, we used to burn the CDs. We love songs and give them to someone. There are no songs out there to dedicate to anyone right now. You have to go back to the old school vault and and, and yeah. look like a grandma. But I don't, I don't, I don't, there's nothing in, I haven't downloaded anything recent in quite some time. I'll leave it at that. I think the best way, and you and the chat may not like this because I know they don't like him, but I think the best way to describe music is simply put by calling it Kanye West. Kanye West was so good back in the day, 808s and heartbreaks, graduation. I mean, th- there was just a lot of stuff, and it gradually just got worse and worse, and then it got crazy. Can't hear you, Issa. I think I think you're muted. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, Kanye was amazing. And every album back in the day, it was just so different. It felt like a whole different, like yeah. he evolved, right? He yeah. started losing me a little bit after Jesus. I think the yeah. life of Pablo has a couple of bangers. But then after that, I'm like, uh, Donda. yeah, there's, I mean, you see, my if you look at my Kanye library, you see how it gets like smaller and smaller the newer the music got. Yeah. But yeah, like he would just work so I remember when he did was it eight oh eight and heartbreak. I can't remember which album he did that he went to Hawaii. He was flying everyone out there yeah. and like he worked for it for so long, but he had to perfection everything. Then yeah. he came out with he put on YouTube the, the songs that didn't even make the album and they were just as good. And you were like, How do you pick what makes the album and what doesn't when everything is a banger? But yeah, I'm just I feel very outside of Bad Bunny, like Samantha says, yeah. and, and Bad Bunny is home to me. Like I listen to Bad Bunny and I think of Puerto Rico. Like it's a yeah. different connection that I have with him as an artist. But when Bad Bunny's on his back in Spanish, his wordplay is what I love. Like some of the things that he says in his raps, and I'm like, how do you come up with that? Like who thinks <laughs> of this? And that gives me flashbacks to like Eminem. Eminem did a lot of shocking songs that would not fly today. But yeah. there are some songs that if you listen to the lyrics and the way that he's like putting these words in, in that, I don't know. I, I have a fascination with rap music because of that, because like the way they're so clever about their workplace, like poetry, but with curse words. Yeah. Post Malone <laughs> just came out with a new album this this past Friday. And I've, I've always been a fan of Post Malone. I feel like mm-hmm. he's, he's a mainstream uh, superstar. And I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like the music has kind of just gotten lazy. It's really funny that you mentioned that because I was watching a video on the whole Doja Cat like fallout, which we discussed last week here. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. But um, they talked about how Post Malone was an artist that admitted to starting with with something that will go viral, that will be more mainstream, and then kind of switch to what he really wanted to do. Yeah. Once he got the audience, which is what I think Doja Cat was trying to go to, but she handled it the wrong way. Yeah. But now I feel like it's going back to that. Like, it just feels like, oh, it's a, like nothing. Yeah. Nothing jumps out at me on his newer music either. Yeah. I feel like it used to be to a point where the album was the masterpiece. From right. start to finish, the, everything mattered on the album. Now it's like they look for those one or two singles to put out yeah, but you just to make it go viral. And then the rest of the album is horrible. It's really funny that you mentioned that because what I loved about Un Verano Sin Ti, which was a huge album for Bad Bunny, I mean, he got nominated for Album of the Year in the English Grammys, and it is still topping charts in Spotify. This album came out over a year ago. He hasn't released anything. And what I called it was an unskippable album. I can listen to that album from start to finish without skipping a single song. And what I kept telling people, like my nephews, and like I was like, I haven't heard an unskippable album in years. There's always songs that you skip through. It, it has been a while for me to find an album that I can play 
and like go clean, do whatever you need to do because you don't have to be worrying about, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was an unskippable album and I don't feel like people are doing that anymore. They make one or two bangers and then the rest of the songs are just there. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel the same way. Music today is kind of just, it, it, it's gotten, like I said, lazy and just yeah. a lot of it unbearable. But speaking yeah, so of- Yeah, so like back to Lizzo, she yeah. never hit for me. Like I don't, again, we said no. about it, Doja Cat, there's nothing Lizzo in my, in my library either. <laughs> This may seem very harsh or, or bad, mean, negative, whatever you want to call it, but I feel like Lizzo really got a lot of her attention, a lot of her her spark from being political. I don't think that it was because her music was like the best that there was. I feel like she made a big impact politically and, and standing up for what she believes in. And I think that that's what pulled people in to give her that big spotlight that she had. I don't think that it was like, wow, she has the best song of the year or the, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was about the music. I think it was about yeah. her, her stance publicly. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that statement. Yeah. But uh, we, we talked about something, you know, being skippable. And I wish that uh, we can skip this or at uh -oh. least the, the people in this topic. Uh, Logan Paul, Jake Paul in the news again. I don't know if it's for the the right reasons, but um, it's funny because when earlier before we went live, I was talking to our editor, Rob, and um, I had put a title for the video and he's like, what, what do you mean? Because he didn't understand the title. And I said, oh, I'll just I'll, I'll switch it. And he said, why? Oh, it's because like Logan and Jake are constantly in the headlines in the news that like I don't know which headline it is. There's, there's, right. just, there's too many. Right. They're always just in it, just, just to be in it. I feel like it is like we saw on Raw, viral moments, and that's basically what they do. Um, but there is a new Jake Paul documentary coming out on Netflix, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of where this stems from. And Logan Paul uh, was on a record for that, saying that he feared that there would be a situation with uh, Jake Paul because of his hate that you know he would he would commit suicide. And he was scared and he, and he was trying to uh, kind of be there for him just because he was scared of that. Um, I can't, yeah. I, I can't understand these comments because um, he's talking about Jake Paul, like the beginning of his YouTube career. And he yeah. was such a clown. He was such a clown in the beginning of his YouTube career. But also I, I always give credit where it's due and you gotta yeah. remember the Paul brothers I mean the empire that they built off of Vine they came from Vine and if you remember what Vine was it was six seconds pranks so yeah. I didn't expect Logan Paul to switch from Vine to YouTube and start acting serious you know and and he was doing the pranks he was like the neighbors hated him I don't know if you remember he was in the yeah. news because the neighbors called the news and like and the, his address was a punk kept, yeah, his address kept getting leaked. So everybody like that, these neighborhoods were never at peace because all of these little fans were showing up to, to try to get a glimpse at them and to try to get in their videos yeah. ultimately because that's how he was. He was he was very careless. But the one thing that, I mean, obviously they were concerned, but he was also so young. A lot yeah. of people still like give like, when I, when people make the argument, because a lot of people now bring up Logan Paul in normal conversations to me because he's in WWE, right? Yeah. And of course, you know how it is. People see you, they talk wrestling to you because they know what you do. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Bring up CryptoZoo. That I think is a bad choice. But don't bring back the, it was wrong. I don't agree with yeah. the whole forest thing. But this was years ago before this guy built an empire when he was just doing YouTube and he was like 20 years old. Like, I was an idiot in my 20s so you know like i'm like i'm not trying to defend him but if like if i was if i had the public platform that i had now when i was younger i would have probably said and done a lot of really stupid things because yeah. you don't think about them you know what i mean it's different like you do mature people do change so i i mean it's it's concerning that it got that bad but the the one thing that i will say is he never acted that way he always acted like such a tool he was always happy his videos were always loud so you would have never guessed that he was actually struggling with that yeah and what i find to be interesting too is because Listen, there, there's so many things where I see these, these two and I'm like, ah, shut up, get off the screen. But at the end of the day, I feel like people love to hate them because Jake Paul originally was a Disney 
uh, actor. He was on. He was on Disney Channel. Yeah, he was on Disney Channel, and which is remember, crazy to me that Jake him. Paul, because he's the biggest tool of the two, and he's the one yeah. who actually was in mainstream media. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a guy who who you know from from Disney Channel broke into music and had a song that everybody. Disney Channel flow, you know, that, that stupid It's nonsense. every day, bro, with the yeah. Disney Channel flow. Yeah, <laughs> Why exactly. do I know the lyrics? Please, I'll never do that again. Yeah. Anyway. I, I think it was his theme song when he was... When he, oh, my God. There. Remember when he's like, when the guy that collab comes in and says, London is my city? Or no, yeah. England. England is my England. city. England is not a city, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but this is I still guy. I still use that joke. I still say England is my city. As a matter of fact, I dropped that line a million times when everybody was going to uh, UK for money yeah, in the bank. <laughs> and now you could say, aren't, aren't they going there for AW now? Yeah, for all yeah. in. England yeah. is my city. Anyway, yeah. sorry, sorry. Don't bring up this every day, bro, because I'll go, I'll go real stupid. No, but he was he, he was a Disney Channel star. He broke into music. He was a huge YouTube sensation, YouTube star, whatever the sensation. Uh, Got into boxing. I mean, he this guy is just everywhere, stayed on top. And the same thing with Logan Paul. This guy put out a video that got him canceled. Like, he was the epitome of what canceled was. And yeah. found his way back somehow and has one of the most popular podcasts in the world. He is the first uh, social media influencer to have uh, a company, uh, a product that is an official drink of something. Prime is the official drink of the UFC right there. Yo, this uh, I is mean, the best one, by the way. I love this one. I heard that. I tried the the, the oh, red so... one and I didn't like it. No, I tried this the ice pop one, if you put a little rum in it, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Add that to the list at uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, everything. I don't. I don't, I understand that they're disliked and I can understand why some people dislike them, but I can never like take away credit. And I, I, I love that you say people love to hate, uh, Jake Paul, because my words yesterday during my stream was, I hate that I don't hate Logan Paul. Yeah. Like that was literally how I felt. I'm like, I hate, but I am also kind of, I, I, when it comes to wrestling, I love heels. I love jerks. Like that's just maybe in real life explains why I'm single. Anyways, <laughs> I don't understand how he got it so fast because if you go back to that interview that he did with Roman his first couple of promos I was like this yeah. kid is lost but he's good in the ring yep. and then they finally just let him go out there and be a jerk which is what he is is his brand and everything just like yesterday when he brought up the Samantha Irwin line to Ricochet I was like he got it and the best, but I don't know I don't I'm not too big on Jake Paul I will tell you that right now I yeah. don't I do have it's everyday bro in my playlist though don't tell anybody <laughs> but um but I will say like I'm not big on him but I don't hate him and yeah. I hate that I don't hate Logan Paul yeah I, I don't know. I don't I think that he has been killing it in this storyline with Ricochet. Everything has been great. He's making it. Ricochet hasn't really. No. I mean, he's probably Ricochet's not good at the mic, and if he, and he's getting an opportunity to work with somebody huge, and he's yeah. not taking, he's not capitalizing on it. Yeah, I think that Logan Paul has just been killing it every time. And last night on Raw, I mean, he he brings up the Samantha Urban stuff, and then looks directly in the hard camera, and I was like, he's just. He's got it. He gets it. He gets he, it. He was playing with the crowd and, and just, you know, just. And, and then like, the backstage segment when he was dancing and he called uh, uh, Byron Bald, Baldy, and he's even Byron. Like, yeah. everything is just, it's, it's. This is the same class. guy who had to ask Roman what a what chant was months ago. Yeah. And this is also like, you can't tell me that it's like, oh, rehearsals, this and that. This guy doesn't have time to be hanging out backstage at WWE learning. So if he's doing any studying, he's doing it on his own. Because if yeah. you follow him, you know that he's traveling, he's everywhere. And he just shows up when he needs to show up, but he's yeah. not there. And as a matter of fact, and thank you, Joseph, for bringing it up. A lot of people are speculating that his match is going to be the first one at SummerSlam because this guy wants to fly from Detroit to walk his brother to the ring yeah. in his fight with Nathan Diaz. Like, look. Logan Paul doesn't stop. So for me, like the thing that I give him credit for is that he's. Did we lose her? Oh, I think we lost Issa, but I get exactly what she's saying uh, in regards to uh, Logan Paul, just being everything that he is at the moment, uh, killing it in WWE. But I think it's going to be, I don't know if 
everybody listening and watching right now, I don't know if we've seen before someone perform at a WWE premium live event and then all of a sudden go to another event that's on pay-per-view live. That to me is going to be historical. I don't think we've seen that done before. Uh, And Logan Paul, again, will be the first person to do it. At least he's trying to be the first person to do it. Uh, He said on his podcast recently, I don't know if you guys follow the Impulsive podcast, but I I watch it on YouTube here and there, especially when they have WWE guys on. Um, But what he said was, well, let me move my camera this way until Issa comes back. Uh, What he said was that he's, uh, he requested to go on first so he can get in and out so he can go walk, obviously, Jake Paul um, to the ring. But this is just, I don't know. To me, that's that's loyalty, first off. But second, it's dedication to the craft. But also, it's, it's just, you know, fans of WWE who are going to watch Logan Paul are also going to jump to watch his fight. Hopefully not during SummerSlam. But I think it just helps build the Logan Paul character more to show, like what Issa was saying, that he does everything, that he is everywhere. Uh, and we can all assume that if you're walking to the ring with a bottle of prime, whether it's a WWE ring, UFC ring, or a fight with Nate Diaz alongside Jake Paul, Logan is just on another level. And what kind of what I was saying before uh, in regards to what he's doing with Ricochet, this is a huge opportunity for Ricochet to really show up and show out, not just in the ring, but where he's lacking. And that's also on the microphone. Um, Yes, Davis is another ESA power outage. Oh, bueno. Hopefully she gets back soon um, so we can continue our conversation. But uh, wait, I think she's back. I'm back. I'm back. She's back. back. My power went out for like a half a second. And you know when that happens, everything resets. So you have to wait for everything to come back. Yay, Puerto Rico problems. (laughs) No, I was just telling chat that uh, Logan is just on another level. And I don't think that it's been done before to participate in a premium live event, a huge one like SummerSlam, then all of a sudden appear a few hours later on pay-per-view for a fight like Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz, where you know a lot of people are going to be watching. It's just going to be, he's basically being a WWE ambassador to go over there and and hold down the fort. And it's just, I don't think it's ever been done before to see someone on two different, uh, essential, essentially two pay-per-views in the same night. Yeah, I am probably going to be someone that's going to be keeping an eye on. I'm I'm very interested, not on in the whole card, but I want to see how Nate Diaz and Jake Paul goes. Yeah, I will say, though, like I'm disappointed. Maybe, I don't know if they've done pressers for it, but I don't know if Nate Diaz crap-talking no. game has gone down because I haven't seen anything go viral. And the one thing I always loved about Nate Diaz as a fighter is he always gave us a viral clip. Yeah. Like his feuds with Conor McGregor were just chef kiss beautiful trash talking and i love that part of the fight game and because they're doing it outside of like usc or wwe you would think that they would elevate that part and i'm like very disappointed that i haven't seen anything like remember when mcgregor fought mayweather every single one of those press conferences went viral because it was so crazy i was expecting that from this event and i didn't get any of that and and uh, you you don't take for granted having nate diaz he's he's shit talking he's on a different level like you use that yeah I just, I, I honestly, I, I remember when this match was, uh, this fight was announced. And after that, it just fell off. And I haven't heard anything about it until Logan just brought it up recently. Yeah, uh, I I hadn't heard anything about it. I just remember no. being disappointed that it was SummerSlam Day because I was like, they picked a horrible day for it because I'm not going to be, I would have bought, I would have bought that. That's, I haven't bought I any of Jake Paul's pay-per-views. That one, I would have yeah. figured out a way to watch it. Just because Nate Diaz is awesome and everyone wants to see him knock out Jake Paul. I don't know if it will happen, but. It better That's happen. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you do you watch uh impulsive at all? Do you, do you I do sometimes. Like depends on who his guest is. Sometimes I just don't get into it, and, but I'm subscribed yeah. and, and every once in a while I'll tune in. But it's not one that I'm watching on the weekly, but I, I do yeah. follow it. He just had Seth Rollins on recently. I saw that and he mentioned that he he he's like, I don't know how this works. Do I request it to Triple H or what do I do? That's literally what, almost word for word what he said. Like he doesn't he doesn't even know how to do that. And he's like, I wanted to work with two people. I wanted to work with Ricochet and I wanted to work with LA Knight. Which one would you prefer to see? I know we're getting obviously LA Ricochet. Knight. LA Knight. 
I would have loved to see him go against LA Knight. I feel like the characters are so because much closer together. Like, who's the, problem, the real megastar? No, the problem that we have here, if you really think about it, is on the mic, Logan Paul and LA Knight would have delivered. I think in the ring, Ricochet and, and, and Logan Paul are going to do some crazy stuff. Maybe yeah. they could have given us a triple threat. But I feel like Logan Paul and LA Knight would have been the build. I don't know, because, like, I'm sorry, I don't even like LA Knight's finisher. I'm very high on him, and I understand the, the buzz about him, but I also think he needs a new finisher. Like, I don't see a match that he's had in his time in the main roster that I tell you, oh, my God, you got to go watch this, right? So yeah. I feel like they would have done, they would have killed it in the mic, because that's what's missing here. I don't think Ricochet is showing a lot of oof against, it's, you know, what Logan nice. has to say. Right, but I think in the ring... Just based on that Royal Rumble spot, and even though it was botched, they were willing to do some crazy stuff at Money in the Bank. So I guarantee you they have a chip on their shoulders because they screwed up their big spot. They're not going to mess up at SummerSlam. So I think in the ring, I think Ricochet and LA Knight delivers more, but I'm a story yeah. person. So yeah. I would have appreciated a better build. Yeah. What I've noticed, and it's funny that you mentioned it, LA Knight's finisher, it used to be something else in NXT. And yeah. It kind of switched a few times. Now, I don't even know what it's called. It's not one of those moves that are like, RKO, yeah. like stunner. It's not, a, it's not a memorable move. But I don't know if you, if you caught it on this last Friday on SmackDown when he faced uh, Ashani Diodonis. He hit, he, he kicked him in the gut yeah. and then did it. And it almost looked like a stunner, like a Stone yeah. Cold stunner. Did, you, like did a, you catch that? I saw it. Like a Stone Cold stunner RKO type move. Yeah, but we kept it on. It was quicker than normal all the time. I don't want to say, I don't even want to say Kevin Owens do the stunner. If I'm being honest with you, I thought the pop up power bomb was a great move for Kevin Owens. So yeah. I don't need a, a just the version of the stunner, not from LA and I, not from anyone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, let's save the wrestling for when we're in Detroit. We're going to have tons of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have dinner tomorrow night. You and I, and we'll, we'll talk wrestling. We already have our <laughs> restaurant planned out. Thanks to me. Oh, we do. We do. And Issa, uh, uh, after you, after you told me, uh, I was like, I forgot that's there. I didn't even, I didn't I even think about it. I've yeah. been dreaming of going to that place since I heard about it. And then I yeah. was like, well, I didn't want to tell anybody because I don't want nobody to steal my idea. But at the same time, I was like, <laughs> I was like, who's nerdy enough that's going to be down to do this with me? And I was like, my bestie, Joey, we got dinner <laughs> plans on Wednesday. What time do you land? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a fun time. I'm not saying anything. I'm leaving it all up to you. We'll, we'll film content. But that will be an thing. experience we can actually talk about here on TLR. I know we yes. talk a lot of wrestling and we go off topic. I think what we're doing tomorrow for dinner, if both of our flights land on time and everything goes smooth, is actually an experience that can be discussed here on the next show. Ricky says, Applebee's. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Apple, Applebee's. I'm going to Applebee's. I will be vlogging an Applebee's experience, too. Lego says, Applebee's, please. Everybody <laughs> knows my co-host over at Wrestling Inc. and I made a bet that yeah. he was rooting for Cody and I was rooting for Roman. And he never paid me the dinner that he owes me. So now he's going to pay it to me in Detroit and we have selected Applebee's. So everybody's waiting to see the moment that he finally pays off his debt. And I'm going to make him pay. I'm going to make him pay. Are we going to be tourists, Issa? Are we going to go to Olive Garden? <laughs> no. No, um, let me tell you something. Because of I've shared this in this in this podcast before, but because of my stomach condition, I'm very particular about places that I eat. I will make all the exceptions on Wednesday. I need to have that food. But I Applebee's have one meal that doesn't like flare up my stomach. So I am the loser that acts like a tourist and says, Can we go to Applebee's? But it's because I want to eat especially after like I, you can ask, I have a funny joke with Sean Rossap because I think it was San Antonio. We ate at Applebee's twice after like press events and I kept saying Applebee's and they like making fun of me. But I was like, I don't think you guys understand that when your stomach, everything triggers it and you find that one thing that doesn't, you kind of want to eat that because you're trying to be safe. I'm traveling, I'm working, you know, so I don't want to eat anything stupid. So everybody makes fun of me on these wrestling trips because you're going to end up at Applebee's one night or another because that's what I want to eat. We'll but probably also, end up at Applebee's on Friday or something. <laughs> but also, what else is open that like then, you know? Applebee's has some bomb drinks. Yeah, they have they some do. good food. And you know what I love? Their appetizer menu is good. I'm the kind of person, too, that likes to go somewhere to just have drinks and talk. Yeah. So I like ordering appetizers, and we all just pick. What we're so, because you got to order something for them to let you sit there. You know what I mean? So I'm the kind that keeps ordering appetizers just so they leave us alone. 
You know where I went this weekend, and I haven't been there in a long time, and I where? was highly impressed with the food, but also the, the drinks. Outstanding. Bahama Breeze. It still exists? Yeah. Yeah, at least over here it does. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, New York has everything. New York has everything. Yeah. I came back from Florida, and I was like, I need my fix of, like, beach, tropical. I went, got a, a pina colada. I was living life. If you don't plan a trip to Puerto Rico soon, so I can show you some real beach and, and tropical I fix. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm gonna have to do that. I think that's I think that's the next trip. Puerto you Rico. can save it for the winter. That way you can get a break from the cold because it's summer here all year long. So you, you heard it here for first. <laughs> but uh, Serena says she never heard of it. Yeah, bah- Bahama Breeze. It's a like a Bohemian yeah. uh, tropical. It's the original Margaritaville. Yes. And like it's like a, a better like I feel like Rainforest Cafe is like a knockoff. Like Rainforest Cafe is like Rainforest Cafe is like yeah. I'm, I got I gotta send you the links to those videos. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, this next topic I do want to touch on. Um, I figured we'd we'd keep it along the lines of you know the mental health because um, I know we were we're just talk talking about-, about Logan Paul and his brother, but uh, Angus Cloud. Man, what a sad story. Uh, for those of you who are, I, I think his biggest, his, his most memorable work um, is Euphoria. Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Such a good show. Um, passed away yesterday, 25 years old. Um, it's not confirmed the cause of death. I was reading in the interview that they say it may, it's a potential overdose because um, mm-hmm. he did have mental health struggles. And also he buried his dad a week, like a week or so ago. So. It's it's just a sad, like Joseph said, shocking, um, shocking passing. A lot of people comparing him to Mac Miller. Um, I don't know if that's appropriate, just because they kind of look similar and they have a similar vibe. But right, but I feel like this is different, and it just goes to show yeah. you how grieving it still can affect people yeah. in, in, in in so many different ways and it's something that some people can recover from. I never take uh somebody's grieving process. It's not a joke. However people need yeah. to grieve, like do it. Um I personally have always told everybody in life that my biggest fear is losing my dad. So when yeah. I read this news, it hit me because I was like it, you don't know how you will handle losing. And it says in the in all the reports that you go read, they were like best friends. Like yep. it's, it says how close he was to his dad. And, yep. you know, I, I never be able to be put in that situation, but I'm like, that's how I am with my dad. I take my dad day yep. drinking. We have our daddy-daughter day it's still to this day, and we're both old now. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know how we'll react to that. And I saw some people like that were posting on social media, some of his friends and all that. Like, I wish I would have seen the signs. And I was like, they might have not been any signs. This is yeah. something that happened to, so suddenly. I know his dad was ill, but I just, I've, this one broke my heart. Not only was it shocking, but it broke my heart. And I don't know. I think everybody has a different belief on whatever afterlife is or what happens to you. But I hope that somehow he's reunited with his dad. Yeah, that that's that's the most that we could say about it. I mean, it, it's just a, it's a tragedy. It's sad. I don't know what happens uh, next with Euphoria because he was just such a huge part of that show. A lot of people coming out saying, he was like the main, like the heart and soul of that show. And there's always such a weird, it, it, I I don't want to bring this up, but I always appreciated how Fast and the Furious kind of drove Paul Walker into the sunset yeah. and that was it. And we're all going to suspend our disbelief. You have to be very careful about how you write these characters off when yeah. real life tragedy happens because yep. that could loom around this and, and, and Euphoria is such a successful show for HBO. Yeah. And if you're going to continue, they have to be very... And with the strike, who knows now, right? When yeah. they would even go into recording a next season. But I just hope that they treat however they write him off yeah. very respectfully, especially because of the context of this show and what we know so far that might have happened to him. Exactly. So I just... I Again, I always appreciated how... I don't like that they still bring him up in the movie Paul Walker. Like they still yeah, act like either. he's just somewhere taking care. Like you know what? You drove him off. Let's not mention Let, him. unless it unless it's like a flashback or something. Yeah. But 
the sky just got dark. It's thundering. And I told you I have a long drive to do. This is the last thing that I need. But anyways, I it, it just broke my heart. And it's just as someone yeah. who fears that every like and I'm I'm a very fearless person and I'm like that would be the one thing that I don't know how I will handle I don't know what I would do you talk yeah. to me about my dad or my dog you will see I will be a mess <laughs> and and people need to grieve and people sometimes can't recover from grieving and that is just it's, it's it really is a thing correct me if I'm wrong and everybody in the chat as well I think his last part of being on euphoria was when he his house got raided and he was arrested right correct so he w- he was in a sense put him in prison. Put him in prison. Yeah. Yeah. So there, yeah, that's there, not that's not a bad idea actually. Yeah, but uh, just a sad and, and I don't mean to just jump to like oh like what happens with the show like to kind of not not be insensitive in any way. I, I'm just trying to keep it pop culture. I but. just feel for and I think Joseph said it in the chat. Imagine yeah. other people, his mom losing the dad and the son in, within a week. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I I just I feel bad, but sometimes. I just, I don't know. I don't know because there's some, a lot of times people are in a situation where you can't, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say to help someone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know that people say a lot of times some people make up their minds and there's nothing that you can yeah. do. And we are going, it's coming, it's going to come down hard. Great. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I that yesterday. Um, I was reading something and I don't want to get too much into like the sad mental health stuff, but I was watching something on TikTok yesterday. Um, that really was just, it got, it hit me in the gut. And it said, it was talking about mental health uh, and suicide prevention. And it, it was a doctor talking about people who suffer from severe mental health issues that get to the point of, of making that decision. They, they tend to lose their empathy, which is what leads them to that point to not think about the people they're leaving behind. And it kind of right. made me think like, wow, like I never thought of it like that. Like, because, you know, there's, there's always the stereotypical. Because they're view. in that situation where they feel yeah. whatever it is that's causing that they're not going to get out of that. They're not thinking yeah. of, and, and a lot of, I, I mean, there's different situations of people going to uh, an episode that you could just be losing it and you might not have control of what you do. You know, we sing, we actually sing and not even in the top. Did we lose her again? I hope not. This is a good topic. Give her a second. Am I back? Am I back? Okay, I'm back. I hear you. No, I, hear I was, yeah. was going to say there's been like murders that have happened and people get found not guilty due to mental health issues because they don't know right from wrong at the time that they commit this murder because you, when you, when it's happening, it's happening. You're not thinking yeah. of others at that time. It's just a sad situation. And all I could kind of, kind of leave on this topic is, uh, be there, make yourself available to your friends and family. Uh, check in on your happy friends, check in on your friends and family in general, and just let them know that one, you value them, two, you love them, but three, that you are there for them and you care about them. Because sometimes all you need is just that one sense of uh, appreciation or, or, or someone shows you that, that that sense of love and compassion. And that could really make or break a situation but that could that could that could save a life so could have not said a better myself friend but uh let's let's end this show on a, on a better topic on a fun topic on a speaking of a better topic i just sent a video to your phone and uh-huh. when you have a second look at it it's, th- it's thundering you gotta see where roman decided to hide roman likes to hide when he's storming and you gotta see where he's hiding you want me to watch it on air all right, let's see. OMG. <laughs> He's the cutest title on my on my display. <laughs> that's so sad. That's just so so cute. He is a he's a prized possession. He is a title. Yeah. Look at him. He knows. He knows. He's hiding. Uh, Joseph uh, is asking in my shelf where I have my belts. The bottom one is empty. <laughs> he's just laying there like this. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. Um, but our our last topic today, uh, like I said, we're going to end on a high note. Taylor Swift doing. I was talking to to our editor before, and and we were saying how much money Taylor Swift is making. 
She's making thirteen million a night on every night of her tour. Yep. Yep. Thirteen million a night. Yeah, when when Bad Bunny did his stadium tours, they were they were saying that like when they did the math, it came up to like fifteen million a night. They were saying he was basically making like a quarter million per song he was performing out there, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. It, it wasn't even possible. But uh, yeah, the topic is in the title of today's show. Taylor Swift gives a bonus. She gifted bonuses to her truck drivers for her Eras tour. They got a hundred thousand dollars as a bonus. These are the topics. And this is and that this I is not. I know, and this is not just like a guy or two. There are fifty truckers in the U.S. carrying all the equipment or the stage around. So we're talking five million dollars that she just gave out. And according to TMC, she personally handed the checks herself. Yeah, that's a half day of work for her. Uh, that that that's like the first half of the concert right there. Okay? Yeah, it's the first, that's the first three albums. Like, my gosh, you know this and like Taylor Swift is one of those people that I hate to love. I I don't I don't know why I just don't like her. But man, she's just she's a she's a badass. I can't help it. Yeah, and at the end of the C report, it says our production sources tell us that Taylor also bonus band members, dancers, lighting, and sound technicians, technicians, caterers, which is very important. All of these concerts have food and everything for everybody backstage yeah. and others. It's unclear to none how much the non-truckers receive, but we're told it was a very generous amount. I am a big believer in energy that you put out there i am a big believer in things that you put out come back to you like these blessings karma so when people ask oh what is taylor swift doing why she's so successful also think she's also doing these kind of things that those blessings come back to you one way or another put goodness into the world and and you know normally when you think of bonuses they, they usually come around like the holidays or things like that she's just like she's just like wake it up and just like five million i'll deliver it myself like yeah Come on, she that's is, a standard she now. We can make it makes you wonder though because I haven't brought him up. Bad Bunny made a lot of money on his. I know Beyonce is currently on a stadium yeah. worldwide tour. It just really makes you wonder, like now, what are these other artists doing? You know, because that she didn't have to do that. These guys get paid their salary and all that. She didn't have to do that. So it's a very very nice gesture, and and, and I wish more of our headlines every week were that way. But yeah. the world functions on negative headlines, man. We need more headlines like this one. Yeah, Samantha says, "I wish I got that type of bonus." Me too. Who do we got? To, who do we got uh, to talk to? I wish I got a bonus. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care what, how much. I just even a bonus will be nice. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I'm gonna be cheesy. You know, my bonus is gonna be my bonus is gonna get to see you all this week. <laughs> I'll buy you a cup of coffee. That's gonna be your <laughs> bonus. <laughs> but uh. I know it's been busy. Outside of, of this, is there anything new you've been watching? or? No, I've been super busy. I've been yeah. obviously, you know, working here on the weekends, look, covering local events. So I basically have had no life. I haven't even taken a day off in over like a week and a half. But I am excited for the new season of Big Brother. You know, I'm a big reality show junkie. So I'll have all the tea from Big Brother. That starts tomorrow. And yeah, uh, there are certain shows. Big Brother, Survivor, and The Challenge that I will watch every week when they're airing, even if I'm watching wrestling. Uh, the problem is Big Brother is a lot of content because you can watch them 24-7, you know what I mean? Like, and they have yeah. three shows uh, a week. So we'll see how good I'll be able to keep up with them. But I'm excited for Big Brother. I haven't watched anything outside. I haven't even seen Barbie yet. <laughs> I don't plan to see that. <laughs> Speaking of Big Brother, um, I saw on my Facebook. I, I, yes, I still use Facebook. Um, <laughs> a bunch of my friends from my from my hometown in Florida are promoting that someone from our town is on Big Brother. Like this uh, they just, I, I believe they did the cast reveal this week, but I haven't yeah. gotten to... I typically don't watch their cast reveal or anything. I, I follow a lot of YouTubers that cover Big Brother. Yeah. So I typically go to some of the uh, Big Brother YouTubers and watch their review of the cast reveal. So I'll let you know who the big person from Florida might be. Yeah, apparently I might know this guy. I don't know. I... I have, if I if I do, I haven't seen him since I was like seventeen. His name's Luke. I don't know. That's all I know. Huh. Luke okay. something is on Big Brother, and 
he's from my hometown and I went to school with him apparently. And who God knows. That's if I know. funny. That's I funny. No I saw a picture. I was like, doesn't look, I don't remember him, but like. It didn't ring a bell, right? No, no. I, I, I think Big Brother is such a, it's such an interesting experiment, right? I'm more of a yeah. survivor person, but I think yeah. being able to be watched 24-7, like the, the real colors and, and how people really are can come up real quick. But yeah. I feel like, like Big Brother is a lot more social. I think you do have to have a social for Survivor. But in yeah. Survivor, if you have the strength and the body and the mental the, to survive the elements and win challenges, you don't necessarily need to have that in, in that social aspect where Big Brother is like ninety percent social aspect. Yeah, I'm too anti-social for Big Brother. I don't know. I, I can't. Like, I'll watch those shows for like a little while, and then I just get like, I don't know. I find it so interesting that you have to like vote these people off, basically backstab them, but still they have to like you enough to yeah. give you the money at the end of the. I think that's like I love to see the strategy that people take in order to like get that because you had the villains, you had the people that play it clean, you had the yeah. people that kind of blur the lines and I always love seeing what strategy this person takes or when the judge like when the jury panel just gets it completely off because obviously they haven't seen a lot of what we see on an edited version or in Big Brother even the live feeds like these people yeah. are talking crap about you behind your back and you don't even know in the whole crowd knows it like it's crazy like I find that so interesting and to be honest with you the fact that these shows are still going Survivor is going on to season 46 crazy amount Survivor was the biggest thing in the world in the early 2000s everybody was watching Survivor and the fact that they have managed to still keep that show going with millions still watching is admirable just like wrestling I always yeah. admire that about wrestling yeah it is. it's insane insane stuff insane times we're living in um yeah. something that I'll be watching this week is SummerSlam. Hey, I, I might be watching. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> might be a little busy. I don't know. Please be there to hold my hand during the Roman Reigns match. <laughs> Man, I am so excited for this week. Um, again, kudos to you for help, helping me get to that point. Uh, I'll forever be grateful to you. But I got um, you. Stay tuned for a lot of fun content coming from Isa and I throughout the week. Throughout the next... Throughout the weeks, in general, period. Yeah. Because we do this show and, and all the content we're going to get at SummerSlam. I think it's going to be a fun time. I can't and, wait. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to just jump in and just I guess I should. I guess I should probably pack, huh? Yeah. As it's thundering because there's no way I can go to my mom's right now. So I might as well get some packing done while I wait. Yeah, I think, the, I think it's time to end the show and, and go pack for this week. And uh, I, think, I think that we'll see... Maybe we'll, I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. Maybe we'll go live or something. Yeah, I want to do something. Maybe a little, maybe we'll revisit the stream that we did one hour sitting in Detroit talking about our picks, who we yeah. want to win and all that. We'll figure it out. The schedule is a little all over the place, guys. So when we can't, yeah. we will. But we're going to, even if we can't do it live, we'll have we'll have done some pre-recorded content coming. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. And uh, again, follow all of our social media. Um, you can follow at NYC Demon Diva. Uh, me, I know it says at Joey Carney there, but I tweet and, and all my information is at the angle radio, usually for my wrestling stuff. And I'll post more there. Um, but stay up to date with us on social media and, and you can see what's going on. And we're going to give you guys the best, the best that we can. Yes, we are. Can't wait. And but we'll be now, here Tuesday, probably tire as hell. Yeah. <laughs> for now, uh, that's it for TLR episode 39 next week, the big four Oh over the hill. And until we get over that hill, we just got one more stop, and that's SummerSlam. So thank you guys for another great episode. Issa, I can't wait to see you in person. And uh, we'll see you guys at SummerSlam. Bye! R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.